Bleeding in the Dark is hosted by Pastor Barbara Green. She has a heart for the people as well as for the leaders. Pastor Barbara Green understands what it means to live in poverty. Her work in ministry, as charged by God, is to help his people, those that have fallen on hard times and just need a hand up. But then there are the leaders who have been charged just like her to uplift the people who are struggling. Pastor Barbara gets those calls that no one else knows about because the leaders have to be strong for the ones that they are leading, but they themselves are bleeding in the dark. That is why Pastor Barbara Green has named her new podcast, Bleeding in the Dark, to support leaders who are struggling with a new vision and a new platform that God has given Pastor Barbara. She hopes to support and encourage leaders who are leading in the spotlight by day and bleeding in the dark at night. Hello, everyone. This is Pastor Barbara Green, and I'm the host of Bleeding in the Dark podcast. I have a special guest joining me on this podcast. She is such an amazing young woman who will be sharing about living single. At this time, I would like to uh, introduce her. Her name is Phaedra Fields. Phaedra was born in Houston, Texas, but was raised in Atlanta, Georgia since 1994. She's currently a pediatric occupational therapist who loves working with special needs children. She is in the process of walking into her divine purpose and doing work for the kingdom of God. Thank you, Faith, for joining me on this podcast to share with the listener about Living Singer. At this time, Faith, I'm going to turn this platform over to you. And I'm so excited to hear what God is saying to the singles on this afternoon. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Um, hello, everyone. I am Phaedra Fields, as she mentioned, and um, I'm just honored to be able to speak with you all today about living single. Um, as a lot of you who may be single or experiencing um, single life, we know it has its challenges. We know it has its you know, advantages and things like that. But I just kind of want to dive into a few different things with you all today to kind of um, just share, you know, um, my point of view and what God has kind of been putting on my heart in regards to living single. So um, first of all, singleness is definitely a gift from God. I think a lot of the times um, we take it for granted because we're always, you know, worried about the next move and, you know, am I going to get married? Um, I think a lot of the times um, single people, I know myself, I've definitely experienced where um, you may go places and as the years go on, they're asking you if you're still married, like, are you married or do you want kids? And <laughs> that sometimes can be a little, you know, like defeating, I guess, in a sense, but we have to remember that it's really not like, it's still like really a blessing, you know, to be um, able to experience single season and making sure that we're getting the fulfillment, um, the fullness of it, excuse me. And so basically, you know, a lot throughout this, um, as I was diving into this, you know, I kept um, going to first Corinthians um, seven and um, chapter seven, where Paul is a big advocate, um, advocate for singleness. And just, you know, he just really kind of talks about how it's really a gift. And, you know, um, we have to understand we shouldn't take it for granted. You know, marriage is good, but singleness is also good. Um, and we just have to remember that it's a part of God's um, grace to us and we really should embrace it. And so um, when we talk about, you know, the different advantages of you know, a lot of the times, you know, we we sometimes forget like, OK, if you're married, there's a lot more 
to the equation. You know, you, you, if you're married, you have to think about another person. You have to think, you know, if you have kids, you know, um, sometimes holidays can definitely be, you know, have its challenges where it's like, what family are we going to spend time with? And then also too, it's another challenge. If you have, you know, mother-in-laws or father-in-laws that, you know, may not get along with you, um, that has a whole another heap of problems on its own. And I think too, we have to remember that in the midst of all that, you know, we just have to be mindful that it's another person to the mix. So where you're typically by yourself, singles tend to have more time, which is a good thing in a sense as well, because we also get to kind of do more work for the kingdom of God. You know, we, we, we get to focus on us and self-love and our relationship with Christ and really trying to hone in and grow in that area. Because I think a lot of times during our single season, we just often, you know, again, like I stated earlier, we're waiting on the next move. We're waiting, you know, for God to bring us our mate so we can move on, have family, get married, have kids and all that good stuff, which is awesome. But I think we we can't fast forward so much um, out of the single season, you know, until God says, okay, she's ready or he's ready. Um, so instead of focusing on, you know, the difficulties of being single, we should all make like the most advantages of God's gift of singleness while we have it. Cause it's definitely a blessing. It definitely is. And I think we have to remember that. And I'm going to keep referring to, you know, first Corinthians, um, again, chapter seven, 32 verses 32 to 34. You know, I highly recommend you all looking into that. Um, it really blessed me. And also, we all know singleness can definitely be hard. It can definitely have its challenges. You know, some people um, dive into loneliness, you know, depression, um, you know, trying to fill different voids. You know, I've been guilty of trying to overwork, you know, always trying to get my hand in different, you know, projects, trying to void feel. And not only that, also too, you know, sexual immorality. I mean, that that's a hard one too, you know, fleeing from sexual sin, you know, when you're single. So I think we have all those different things that we really have to make sure that we look at because loneliness and sexual temptation, that can definitely bring on another set of roles and challenges. But I think it's also important that we remember that we're not alone. We have um, different relationships. We may have like a best friend or, you know, a classmate or a coworker or a family member that we're close to. And that can also be a blessing as well. And I think we have to remember that um, God will bless us with other people in our life. It may not necessarily be a mate right now in this season, but he's surrounded us with other people that, you know, are going to be there for us, you know, help us to be accountable, you know, if we're struggling in certain areas, if we're void feeling, if we're, you know, <laughs> talking to somebody we probably have no business talking to. I can de- definitely attest to that a few times where um, I was talking to a guy and I knew I had no business, you know, interacting with him. That wasn't really the person that I would ever, you know, even dream of imagine, you know, marrying or anything like that. But because the the loneliness crept in or whatever else that you want to call it, void feeling, um, it kind of just led into a path of, you know, I had no business doing it. And, you know, God really dealt with me on that. And thank God for my um, best friend who really checked me, because I think, again, it goes back to making sure you're in a circle of an accountability. You know, I'll never forget one day I was at the movies and this was after I told my best friend, I was like, 
girl, I'm not, you know, talking to him anymore. And I slipped up. My flesh got weak. We went to the movies and she texted me and we were sitting in the movie. She was like, what are you doing? And, you know, I told her where I was. I told her who I was with. And, you know, we just really had, you know, a real conversation like, sis, like, you know, that person is not good for you. You know, you let a moment of loneliness. I understand creep in, but remember like singleness is still a blessing from God. Like we still, you know, we can't, you know, let that kind of get us off track because we're having, you know, feelings or emotions or whatever have you. So I totally understand, but we just have to remember, you know, God gives us other relations while we're in the single season. And we just have to really take hold of that and really embrace that as well. So, and then also singleness is not permanent. This is not a permanent thing, guys. Like singleness, even if we feel like, oh, it's like, it's been so long. When am I going to get a boyfriend? When am I going to get a husband or whatever? Um, You know, many who are presently single will one day be married. I mean, I think, you know, not I think, I know God loves marriage. Like he loves marriage, especially marriage that is for from him in marriage, um, kingdom marriages. And I think we have to remember um, in the midst of that, we have to just be mindful, like God's timing is always better than our timing. And I think we rush ahead. I think we kind of get into a thing of comparison um, with others. I've definitely been guilty of that where we may look at other people. I know one year for myself, I call it the wedding year, where I literally is probably like seven weddings I was a part of. If I wasn't in the wedding, I was planning the wedding and or I was just there as a guest. And so um, that kind of made me kind of feel a little bit of type of way, you know, God really had to deal with me on that because I was comparing myself and I shouldn't have done that. But, you know, we're all human. We fall short. So um, but now I can definitely say in this season that I'm in, you know, he's really, you know, helping me just draw closer to him and just really have, you know, really focusing on my relationship with Christ, um, really spending time. And and I just want to say, like, that is the most important relationship. You know, our eternal relationship with Jesus is the most important. And I think we have to remember that. And it, and it also shows me, too you know, when you kind of, not kind of, when you get that grasp and you have that understanding of really true relationship with Jesus Christ, you know, that can really, 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 really help you in regards to that preparation for that, um, that, that mate that God has for you. You know what I'm saying? We have to understand, um, that there's different orders and there's different, different things that have to come to pass first before a mate is brought. And I also just want to discuss too, you know, a lot of the times we have this checklist in our mind and I've been so guilty of it. Or some people actually have lists of what they think their mate should be or what they think um, whoever, you know, they're supposed to be with is supposed to look like, talk like, you know, we want the, you know, I'm speaking for myself, you know, sometimes oh, I want him to be tall because I may be short or I want him to have, you know, nice teeth. I want him to have a nice car, drive, you know, a nice vehicle, own a home, have a good job. And those are all great things. You know, but it's like, again, what are the important characteristics? Does he love the Lord? Does he serve, you know, the kingdom of God? Things like that, that we have to kind of really focus in on, you know, in in regards to relationships and, you know, making sure that 
God is always at the center and making sure that, you know, we're really waiting for God's timing for him to bring us our mate, you know, and, and really making sure that it's just from God. I know the waiting game can really be troublesome. It could really get long winded, you know, but we have to trust, you know, because I can say definitely for myself going to um, school and having a lot of people, you know, around me get married. And I, if I can be honest, only half of them are making it maybe like less than half. Um, I, I and, and, and it's rough because I think marriage is so beautiful, but you kind of go back and you look and you're like, oh, wow. Like, did they have that single season? Did they really, you know, get to know Christ? Did they really spend time and really get to know who they are? Or did they just rush into something because they were tired of waiting? So, um, I think guys, we just really got to remember that. And, um, just really stay focused um, on those things and really just remember that it's definitely, definitely, definitely a blessing um, being single, um, even though it's going to have its ups and downs. But like I stated before, making sure that, you know, you have a good community around you, like friends, coworkers, family members, you know, you are not alone. I think that's the biggest thing that we often um, miss. We, we feel like we're alone. We feel like we can Oh, I'm just by myself all the time. It's like, no, 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 you know, you're not, you know? And so I think if we can really get to a place where we can enjoy our single season and really look at it as a gift from God and really grow in this season, you know, if, if you, if you want to be married, it's like, Lord, groom me in the areas that I need to be groomed in. If it's uh, being a better housekeeper, being a better manager, manager, manager of my finances, you know, making sure that, you know, I'm not selfish. You know, that's another thing. When we're single, we have that thing where we it's just us, us, us. You know, it's like, oh, I don't really have to consult anybody. You know, when you're in a partnership and you're married, there's going to be consulting. Like, it's not just about you anymore. So I just think making sure during that single season, you know, whatever God is calling you to do, whether that's, you know, obviously not in this time, whether it's traveling, you know, whether it's, you know, doing community work, whether it's doing outreach, whether it's starting a business, you know, maybe he wants you to work on those things in that single season. So I just pray that, you know, everyone who is listening to this, that it can really just bless you all in regards to really, if you are single, if you're married, um, whatever it may be that um, there was something you could take away from this. But I think the most important, again, is our eternal relationship with Jesus Christ. So I just want to close um, with three things. I just want to leave you guys with three things. Um, I just want to, first of all, say for those who are single, remember, thank God for the gift of singleness. Whatever you experience of singleness is recognize it as a gift from God and make the most of it for as long as you have it. Okay. Secondly, do all you can do to be godly. It's easy for those to, who are single, you know, sometimes we can lapse into selfishness and, you know, self-centered lifestyle or sexual sin or whatever it may be. So really try to be disciplined and um, hold yourself accountable, you know, have a community um, of accountability partners. And then lastly, always keep your eyes fixed on heaven, keep your eyes fixed on Christ. You know, it is our eternal relationship with Christ that ultimately matters no matter what. So um, I hope you all were able to get something for this. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Minister Green, for having me as well. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Phaedra, for joining in on this podcast. What a powerful, powerful message here. And not only that, I heard wisdom in this. I heard encouragement. There are so many things that came out of this message. So I just want to encourage the singles, those who are listening, 
Take heed. Listen to what she has shared with you on this podcast this evening. And not only that, I just want to encourage you, Phaedra and others who are single that are listening to this uh, podcast to be encouraged because God has not forgotten you. This concludes this episode. If you would like to reach me, you can go to www.bleedinginthedark.org. Again, it's www.bleedinginthedark.org. Again, Phaedra, thank you for joining in. Thank you. Thank you so much. Amen. You are welcome. You have been listening to Bleeding in the Dark podcast. Be sure to tune in every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. If you missed an episode or would like to share this episode with someone else, you can go to www.bleedinginthedark.org.